Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 20th of September and as usual with all the information contained in this breakfast briefing, it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor and if you're listening to this on a podcast you can head on over to our website www.marcustoday.com.au to read the disclaimer there and if you like what you hear you can always subscribe to Marcus Today com.au for a two-week free trial. Okay, well, heading into the start of the day, it's looking like a pretty sloppy start for a Monday. We had Dow, uh, US markets down quite, well, not a lot, but enough to uh, upset our market. Bit of spooking of the market going on here. We got the Dow down 166 points at the end of the day, 0.48 of a percent to 34,585. NASDAQ down a lot more, down 0.91%, 138 points, just teetering above 15,000 at 15,044. The S&P 500, the same as the NASDAQ, down 0.91%, 41 points to 44. 33. So we did see the US under pressure. It was the futures and options expiry on Friday. So that does add a little bit more volatility and frisson to the market. So uh, understandable that we had a little bit more volatility. As a result, we had that VIX index up 11.3% to 20.81. Don't forget the trading range does tend to be at the moment 16 to 22. So we're getting up towards the top end of that recent trading range, at least with the VIX index. So it's going to be a big week this week for the US markets. We do have a Federal Reserve meeting, which will finish up on Thursday, uh, our time. So that will be of significant interest for us. And we also get the dot points as well, which of course, have been a major focal point in the past. Our futures showing a nasty, nasty start to the day down 68 points or 0.9 of a percent to 7302 And really, it was about commodities, and really, it's still about iron ore at the moment, which dropped another 5.35%, $5.70, to just slightly above $100.80. The good news is, if there is good news, is that China is closed for a few days this week for a holiday. So that may take a little bit of pressure off the iron ore. But over in China this week, we also have some interest payments from Evergrande, which has been slightly upsetting the markets over there. So don't expect the volatility to go away. And we could continue to see more weakness in that iron ore price. Gold fell $5.30 in sympathy. Nothing very exciting there, down 0.3 of a percent. We had oil prices tumbling slightly down 0.4 of a percent for Brent crude 75.34 down 33 cents WTI though faring a little worse down 88 basis points or 0.64 of a dollar to 71.94 and the Aussie dollar below 73 at 72.92 in other metals we had copper up 0.5 nickel down 0.1 aluminium up 0.6 Z, uh, zinc Pretty much unchanged, lead down 1.2. And tin having another good day, up nearly 3% in tin pricing. And uh, we did see the coal price continue to bubble around, hitting highs again for especially coking coal. Here you can see the uh, S&P 500. Uh, It had the fall to begin with and then just pretty much meandered around from there. Same old issues uh, starting to infect the US market in terms of valuations, Delta variant spread, etc., etc. And we have seen the US 10-year bonds starting to creep a little bit higher as well. And some earnings estimates coming under a little bit of pressure as well. 
As far as major stories go, the Fed is expected to provide more explicit tapering hints. There's an oxymoron there. Explicit hints in September's FOMC policy statement and the formal announcement likely to be in November or December. Uh, the debt ceiling drama expected to ratchet up further this week. It seems that we have this every couple of years, a game of politics and filibustering on the US debt ceiling. It always gets resolved after a couple of days of people not getting paid and then it gets resolved. Uh, but they do tend to take it up to the last second uh, with brinkmanship, the name of the game. The House is still planning on a 27th of September vote on bipartisan and physical infrastructure package. It's nearly October. Biden was elected in January and we're still talking about the infrastructure package. And China's top regulators defending the crackdown in a meeting with Wall Street executives. And Chinese Evergrande Group has started repaying investors in its wealth management products with real estate. This is probably not going to end particularly well for Evergrande. Chinese Premier Li Keqing says Beijing will continue to push to stabilise commodity prices using a variety of methods, particularly market instruments. I suspect when he talks about stabilising commodity prices, that means stabilising them at a lower price to take inflation out and ease the pressure on their companies there. By the dip mantra is under scrutiny with the S&P down the last eight of the 10 sessions and testing a 50-day moving average. And natural gas prices are surging around the world and more upside likely amid expectations for winter shortages. European gas prices going nuts at the moment. UK gas prices as well going nuts. OPEC plus likely to stick with production quota at October meeting and want to keep prices at $70 a barrel. What's on today? Well, this week we have a big central bank focus. We have a two-day FOMC meeting, which is the Federal Open Market Committee meeting. We also have the Bank of England. We also have the BOJ, the Bank of Japan. And we also have the RBA minutes tomorrow as well. So a big week for economists and probably a big week for the market. Chinese financial markets will be closed September the 18th to the 21st. So we will have no China today or tomorrow. Overseas, tumbles in our iron ore miners, as you would expect. BHP down 4.4%, Rio down 3%. And in the US company news, Telstra, uh, Tesla rather, up 0.3%. Apple down 1.8%, Facebook down 2.2%, and Alphabet down 2%. Square, it's hip to be square, managed a 0.3% rise. <coughs> Excuse me. The European mining index was also hit by worries about slowing growth in China. It fell nearly 8% for the week last week. And premium low vol seaborne coal prices hit an all-time high. 379 US a tonne freight on board, free on board Australia last week. 10-year yields, 1.36 for the US. Australia, 1.3. Germany still a negative 0.28. And this is an interesting month because it sees... The end of the Merkel era in Germany as the Germans go to elections. It's likely to be a very close run thing and we're likely not to see much of a result in terms of the coalition that will be formed until maybe even next year. Front page, big story this morning. Transurban's buying another 49% of WestConnect for $10 billion, raising $4 billion in an entitlement issue. Very well telegraphed issue. market has known about this for some time. Uh, at the moment, Transurban already owns 51% with its consortium partners. There were some suggestions that it would buy the business in two tranches, 25% each. 
but in actual fact it has swallowed it hook, line and sinker. <coughs> Origin, excuse me, is working on a green hydrogen energy project in Tasmania and AGL facing its second strike on Wednesday. Short positions building in AGL. And Axicom, which is a telecom towers business backed by Macquarie, could be sold. Question of the day today is uh, an easy one. You don't need to think too hard, but may get some creativity going, get some creative juices flowing. Uh, what should we call our new section in the newsletter, one where we update uh, the market and uh, our thoughts and announcements as they come in in real time. So what should we call that sector, that segment in the newsletter? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there. It's a great group, members helping members. If you are a member, well done. You've made a right decision. If you're not a member and you're listening to this podcast or watching this breakfast briefing on video, you can sign up for a free trial on marcustoday.com.au. You get a two-week free trial and uh, we get a chance to show off how good we are and how much you're going to enjoy the newsletter. But that's it from me today. Have a great day and enjoy your week.